Kathleen Scama, president of Western Energy Alliance. Thank you for joining us here today. My understanding is you're down in Washington, D.C., talking about some natural gas uh, news and issues and that sort of thing. Talk to me about what's going down in Washington, D.C. Well, nothing too exciting. Another hearing about bills put forward that would make it more difficult to develop oil and natural gas on federal lands. So, unfortunately, we've had a few of these hearings, but got to play the game. Yeah, and what's going on on that? I mean, it's they're basically trying to do what you just said, ban on federal lands, and this is this is a little bit more of an encroachment than than previously, correct? Well, these bills would just make it more difficult and costly to operate on federal lands, and as a result, it would just further erode the competitiveness of federal lands. We've already seen federal production declining as a percentage of overall U.S. production. So even as we've become the number one oil and natural gas producer in the world, uh, we're doing that mostly on non-federal lands, so private and state lands. And the share on federal lands has gone down just because it's so much more difficult to operate on federal lands than it is non-federal lands. I did figure out a better way to ask my question that I asked you before, because um, I didn't, I, I wasn't happy the way I phrased that. Uh, okay. I, my, my understanding is, is that th- there's going to be some more red tape or, or the idea of red tape. Is it new red tape or is it a duplication of red tape? That's the question I wanted to ask. Well, it's going to be zero red tape because this, these bills are not going to pass um, in the Senate. Well, they're not even going to come up in the Senate, and they certainly wouldn't get the president's signature. But they are an indication of what Democrats want to do in the future, which is if they're not outright saying they're going to ban fracking and ban leasing on federal lands, they're going to make it more difficult to operate by just putting on more layers of red tape. And yes, it is redundant red tape. Um, Some of the bills would be completely duplicative with existing EPA rules, state rules like North Dakota's gas capture rules. Um, And so it's just additional red tape that the Trump administration, frankly, has been pretty successful in reducing some of that duplication, uh, but the Democrats in Congress want to put that right back on. And I'm glad you phrased that in the beginning because that, that's really what we are talking about here is more of the 5,000-foot view, which is it's a reoccurring theme now to add some du- duplication or uh, redundant red tape, essentially, to try to do uh, it's a new strategy for whether it's a litigation strategy or a hemorrhaging of resources strategy. Uh, I've had a number of interviews in the past month of reporters and uh, executives that have, have, have said that, that this is a strategy. You're from Colorado. Isn't that correct where your office is? Western Energy Alliance is based in Denver. Um, we focus on the entire West, though. We, uh, we address federal issues that affect all states in the West, including North Dakota. Right. And so the, the thing I wanted to ask you is that you're in Colorado where there's the kind of the movement of, uh, you know, the setbacks and a different way to essentially have a war on oil and gas, to quote the governor. That's, that's his words, the war on oil and gas. Is that what's kind of going on in D.C.? Is there, are, are they using Colorado, in your mind, as kind of a template to try to bring it in at that national level? So they have done that to some extent. I think Colorado is more of a premonition of what would happen if uh, Elizabeth Warren is the next president, for example. Okay. What we've seen is billions of dollars in capital destroyed in Colorado 
um, you know, just investment that's going to go elsewhere, Wyoming, North Dakota, Texas, New Mexico, because there's a very liberal left-wing governor and legislature that together have put in or put in place so much new regulation. Uh, Colorado is going to go through 15 rounds of regulations in the next two years. Probably will take them longer. Um, and it's just tying things up in Colorado, and it's causing producers to say, you know what, I'm going to develop my assets in North Dakota or Texas. Uh, and capital is just blown out of Colorado. You're down in Washington, D.C., talking about uh, or testifying on behalf of uh, energy development. Uh, what what do you want people to remember about your message that you delivered today? Well, I think it's the death by a thousand cuts. So there are three bills aimed at the oil and natural gas industry that would increase costs, increase royalty rates, increase red tape, just increase all types of costs. And what legislators are forgetting is that the process on federal lands is already so much more onerous than on state or private lands, so that it takes years longer to develop on federal lands. So when you add in even more costs, it's going to cause producers to go to adjacent state and private lands and, and, and leave the federal lands, or go to other areas of the country like Pennsylvania or Texas, where there is no federal land. So, you know, you see it in North Dakota. North Dakota is not predominated by federal lands like, say, Wyoming is. But you have that situation where, because of multiple ownership of the surface and the minerals underneath the land, it's hard to develop a well in North Dakota that doesn't touch some federal lands. And that can tie up your non-federal production as well. So we're just trying to make sure that that process is uh, certain, that there's some predictability, that it's not going to take 10 years before you can get a permit, but that it can be done in a reasonable amount of time. And so that's the message I was uh, delivering before Congress today. 